Hey, welcome to the Harry Man Show number 14, where the more drummers you know, the louder it gets. I have another great episode today. I'm really excited about this. Um, it, we have Matt Indies. Am I saying your last name right there? Uh, yep. Indies. That's right. Yeah, Indies. He actually runs the Phoenix area drummer page, which I uh, came hip to about a couple years ago. It's a great community. A lot of good things come out of it. I met quite a few drummers from it and uh, good things to come. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Good, yeah, good. I'm happy to have you here. Um, tell us a little about how you uh, started the page and your, a little bit about your drumming. Sure, I started the page in uh, 2013. Nice. Uh, started it because I was having some medical issues, and I actually thought at that point that I would possibly never play drums again. Really? Yeah. So uh, I still wanted to be involved in drumming, and I wanted to. Uh, reach out to other drummers and just start a, uh, a little community where we could, you know, talk about drums and uh, all things that had to do with drums, drumming, drummers, uh, gear, things like that. And uh, it took off from there. Nice. Nice. And then how long have you been playing drums yourself? Wow. I've been playing drums. Uh, I started playing when I was five. Nice. So it's been over, uh, oh my. 50 years. Wow. Wow. That's, it's been a while. Yeah. I only it's been got, a while. I'm only at 20 right now, so I got a ways to go, but yeah. Um, yeah. You got a ways to catch up. Yeah. Um, well, what, what were your main influences? What, what sparked the fire for you and all that good stuff? Well, it sparked the fire from my grandfather was a drummer. Nice. And when he, re- when he retired, he gave me his drum set. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was probably about 13 at that time. I'd been taking lessons, uh, since eh, about the age of five. And, uh, going way back, I'd say that, uh, you know, my grandfather inspired me, uh, listening to the Beatles at the time inspired me. Nice. Uh, you know, I was just a little kid at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when I was uh, old enough to really realize, uh, who was out there and, and really give it a listen, uh, definitely, uh, you know, all, all, all the, uh, all the top ones. Uh, Buddy Rich. Anytime I saw him, I was just mesmerized and, and was drawn to that. And uh, but Buddy Rich, John Bonham, you know those those guys. Nice. And uh, what kind of drum set did your uh, grandfather give you? My grandfather he played a Pearl drum kit. Oh, nice. And he gave me it, it had one tom, one bass drum, one snare drum, and that was it. He gave that to me. Uh, basically for an eighth grade graduation gift. Mm. And, uh, I was off and running. It was a blue sparkle kit. Nice. Uh, it was one of the first, uh, pearl drum kits in the United States, I believe at the time. And it had, that the, he had the square badge on it, right? Uh, it had actually, it had, it was inscripted. It, it said pearl. Oh, with the cursive. It, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. It, yep. Exactly. That was it. Mm-hmm. And you, yep. you you still stick with that color? I know you have a recent Masters with a blue sparkle as well. Yeah, I have the it's the Ocean Sparkle, which is blue, nice. and it's it's a, a Masters Birch kit that I've had for quite a long time. I have I have two kits actually mm-hmm. that are identical. So oh, nice! I have a DW set like that myself. But yeah, yeah, it gives, DW. It gives DW you, makes it beautiful. Yeah, it gives you the options of the sizes and all that good stuff. So, uh, fast forward a little bit. Did you, what age did you start playing with bands and, you know, kind of getting out there on the scene? Yeah, I started playing bands in high school. 
mm-hmm. and uh, got my first band probably in my freshman year, and really started playing out in parties and things like that in my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chaparral High School here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, so you're from uh, uh, Arizona as well? Uh, yeah, born in Chicago, but moved to Arizona. Nice. Uh, when I was 17. So my uh, senior year of high school was my first gig and played at lunchtime at uh, Chaparral High School in front of uh, all the kids. It was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been through that. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Yeah, so sleepless um, nights and stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the gig was great, but I mean, we were terrified before we played. It was funny. So you, you got the opportunity to see the, the kind of the fuse, uh, Phoenix music scene grow. I mean, was there any spikes that you saw throughout the years? Um, any, any kind of errors that kind of went up and down? Yeah, I'll say when, when I started getting out there, uh, probably in the early 80s, uh, the, the music scene here was really, really strong. Uh, the hard rock scene, uh, playing clubs. When I first got into playing clubs, we were playing five, six nights a week. Wow. Uh, we, yeah, it wasn't shows per se. We would play four sets a night, mm-hmm. and on the weekends we would play after hours, so we'd play five sets. Nice. That's, so, a, that's uh, a whole animal right there. Yeah, it was, it was a full-time job. That was it. And everybody I knew in town here, mm-hmm. uh, we all did the same thing. We all played in bands, and, and it, was, it was basically our full-time job. Man, that's, a, that's kind of a dream at this point for anybody. <laughs> yeah, to play one show is a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I know we're all on hold right now and all that good stuff, but uh, um, what were the cover bands or all original bands, or was it a mix of both? Yeah, it was a mix of both. It, it, in those days, uh, you played covers, but you played your originals at the same time. Mm-hmm. And there were some great bands that were up and coming. Uh, there was a band called the Schoolboys mm-hmm. at the time, which turned into a band called Icon that got signed uh, to Capitol Records. There was another band called Surgical Steel oh, I heard that was one. around. Yeah, real big band. Uh, some great players came out of that. Uh, the band I was in was called Rock Candy at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh that band had a couple of uh, different different versions of rock candy, and that lasted for, for quite a while. And yeah, all the bands, we would play uh, clubs and also play uh, boondock parties and, and uh, play these huge parties, which were really cool. Um, sometimes uh, some big names would show up at the parties and sit in. Nice. Uh, we had Rob, Rob Halford from Judas Priest. Oh, no way. When he moved to... Yeah, when he moved here, uh, he came to play with uh, Rock Candy and Surgical Steel, and he sat in with both bands at the show. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, That must have been an experience right there. Yeah, it was. uh, We got to live the concert experience. It was was amazing, yeah. And speaking of uh, the earlier music scene, what venues were popping back? I know the Mason Jar was a big one. Do you remember that place at all? Played the Mason Jar, yeah. A lot. Uh, there was the Mason Jar. There was another place called Rockers, okay. which was a really big venue, mm-hmm. a huge, big stage. So uh, there was a Mason Jar. Then there was actually the Mason Jar 2. Mm-hmm. There were uh, guy open another one. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, Mason Jar, Mason Jar 2. Uh, let's see, Rockers. Uh, Mason Jar tur- 2 turned into a place called Clyde's Rock Habit. Uh, there was the Devil House. There's just so many to list. Yeah, there, and it was a great scene because 
we worked every week and we were able to rotate through all these clubs. It, it was really, really, like I said, a full-time job and it was a full-time music scene back then. Yeah, that's amazing. That's kind of, I mean, obviously things have changed, but yeah, that's a kind of a time warp right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and as far as like any upcoming drummers that you got to meet, they kind of went mainstream in the, the Phoenix area. I know you're in touch with a lot of drummers around here, but anyone that you kind of watched grow into a, a mainstream uh, position? Yeah, there were, wow, so many to list. Um, I didn't mean to throw that I can, <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no problem. Uh, one drummer who was an amazing drummer that comes to mind uh, is Jeff Martin. And Jeff Martin, uh, he was the drummer for a band called St. Michael. Hmm. And St. Michael, uh, he ended up being the singer for Surgical Steel. And he gave up drums, became the singer for Surgical Steel. And then he went on to sing for Racer X and then also play drums for Michael Schenker. And I just remember watching him uh, way back in the day. And he was just absolutely mind boggling. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just so many guys that came up. Uh, another guy that was uh, uh, local for a while was Pat Torpeg, who ended up in Mr. Big. Uh, another amazing drummer uh, who passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, he he was just one of the best of the best. Uh, yeah, there's just so many guys, and, and like I said, it was a full time job. So we were out there playing five six nights a week. Uh, you know, just uh, putting our craft to use, and uh, we we definitely got a lot of practice, no doubt. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. Um, back to the the Phoenix area drummer page. I know you've been hosting clin clinics. How long have you been doing that with the community here in Phoenix? Yeah, I think I think we went back. Well, we started in uh, 2013, mm -hmm. and uh, I thought, oh, let's let's get it let's get it moving here. Let's let's try to get some drummers together. So uh, I put together swap meets, and then we would have a swap meet uh, twice a year mm -hmm. over at the Desert Ridge Music Academy mm -hmm. uh, in North North Phoenix. And I thought, wow, what else? You know, we we need to uh, to bring some people in because years ago there used to be a place called the creative drum shop here in town. And that was in Scottsdale, and, right? Yeah, it was in Scottsdale and they would bring in like Steve Smith, uh, all the top drummers that they could. I thought, you know, let's see if I could pull this off and try to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the first guy I brought in was Glenn Sobel, nice. Alice Cooper's drummer. Mm -hmm. And I uh, got in contact with Glenn and we uh, put that together, had it over at Desert Ridge Music Academy, uh, sold out the first time. And what I would do is have, try to get guys that were coming through town, because I didn't have, you know, any funds to speak of, mm -hmm. uh, to, to fly anybody in or anything. So uh, I would hit them up and say, hey, listen, if you're going to be in town, let's try to throw together a uh, clinic. Mm -hmm. He was all for it. And we had our first successful clinic. I believe it was in uh, 2017. Oh, nice. And recently you had uh, Todd Suckerman and the guy from Rascal Flats, right? Yeah, uh, Jim Riley from Rascal Flats. That's it, he did, uh, Yeah, no problem. Uh, Jim's a great drummer. Uh, you know, listening to Rascal Flats, he's a great country drummer, but he plays everything, every style. Mm -hmm. He's well-schooled. He, he's done two master classes. Uh, we've had Glenn Sobel in twice. Uh, we've had uh, Todd Suckerman in twice for master classes. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Todd is one of the best of the best oh, yeah. drummer in, in the world. I mean, he's, he's just, 
it's mind numbing to watch him mm. and he's absolutely a phenomenal teacher. So you get a lot out of it. Uh, in his classes, it's usually, you know, 20 people at a shot. Uh, let's see, we've also had, uh, Casey Grillo, uh, from Queensryche. Oh, nice. Uh, we've had, uh, the amazing Ken Mary, who's with Flotsam and Jetsam. He's a, he's a, a local guy. Oh yeah. I met him. Before, and, I think. Yeah. Ken's great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Ken also was our a drum host for the drum rumble that we had uh, over at Alice Cooper's uh, Solid Rock Foundation. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, well, let me talk about the, uh, the drum rumble was uh, one of our administrators on the uh, Phoenix area drummers page, Randy Raft. Oh, nice. He's uh, a nice guy too. I know him pretty well as well. Yeah, Randy's a great guy, excellent drummer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were, you know, he had an idea of having, you know, a, a mass drumathon, you know, a, a, a mass drum along. Mm-hmm. And so we kicked around the idea for about a year and we finally, uh, we decided to uh, connect it to a charity oh, nice. to make it into a, a charity event. Mm-hmm. And which uh, turned out great. We had about uh, 70 drummers sign up. Uh, we had it over at the, uh, Alice Cooper solid rock foundation. Oh, nice. And, uh, all the drummers, uh, got pledges, you know, and then we gave away prizes, which actually came out of, uh, Randy actually paid for the prizes himself out of his own pocket, Oh, nice! which was amazing. Yeah. And yeah. And we had 70 drummers show up and we had like five songs. We all played them together in unison. Ken Mary did a clinic and also led the drumathon and we raised, uh, $11,000 for Alice Cooper's stuff. That's Solid Rock Teen Center, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. I mean, that's great. Oh, uh, thanks. But, yeah, I just want to give Randy a shout out there. You want to talk about a guy that knows his drums, and he's a one of probably the, the, the bigger collectors here in Phoenix, I, I would agree. But, yeah, a great guy. He, he's always helpful with any drum knowledge. Uh, he's also on the, he's very active on the Phoenix area drummer page as well. Um, so, shout out to Randy. We appreciate everything you do. It's good knowing you and all yeah. that good stuff. So. Absolutely. Randy's a great guy, and... Uh, if you want, if you, if you want to talk to somebody who knows about DW drums, he yeah. knows DW drums <laughs> inside and out. Yes, he recently got I mean, that uh, Neil Pert snare, that engraved one, right? Right. Yeah, that's a Jesus. unbelievably beautiful uh, snare that he had uh, made. Well, it was a DW uh, black nickel over brass, and then he had it engraved with all the. Uh, all the Rush albums, and, and it was just an amazing snare drum. Yeah, he did a video on that one, too. I watched it, and it was pretty good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so anyone wants to check that out, uh, I'll try to share the link in it for that one, too. But uh, not to shift gears on you, but uh, what, are you, what are you playing musically right now? What are your projects? Um, what do you, I know Live is kind of on hold right now, but I know you are just recently joined a band. I'll let you tell us about. Yeah, well, uh, I play in two bands right now uh, on a local level. I play with a band called JC and the Rockers. Oh, nice. And we, yeah, we play everything from blues to uh, classic rock stuff. And we play, play at the uh, usual restaurants and clubs. We do that. Uh, you know, it's like a three, three or four set thing that we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, that's all on hold right now. Everything's been put on hold. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also do originals. JC writes some great originals, real blues based. Nice. So, I've never been a real big blues drummer, but uh, it's uh, it's it's a whole other skill set 
to play blues uh, that I'm not used to, but I'm really, really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's different than slamming away on rock. And uh, my other band that I play with is uh, the Michael Bruce band or the Michael Bruce group. And Michael Bruce is rock and roll hall of famer uh, from the original Alice Cooper group. Oh, great. And, and Michael wrote the big hits like schools out and 18. And yeah, he's the guy behind all the songs Hmm. and uh, Michael still writes great tunes. And uh, we have a great band put together. Uh, Michael uh, sings and plays guitar. His wife, Lynn Bruce uh, plays bass. She's amazing. Uh, we have Steve Potts on guitar. Uh, Steve uh, lives in California. Mm. And uh, we have our uh, keyboard player. Uh, he is a Jimmy Waldo, and Jimmy Waldo is also the keyboard player for Alcatraz. And uh, Jimmy is our, he also produces us. And we, uh, he lives in Chicago right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just, recorded three songs we put out one uh that's out there right now on youtube called born screamer by the michael bruce group okay I'll and share that as well and yeah and the cool thing is i'm not playing drums on that one neil smith the original drummer for alice cooper oh, really? uh, good friend of good friend of mine he's playing drums on that mm-hmm. uh so we thought we would feature two guys uh from the original alice cooper band and i'm playing on all the rest of the stuff and we're still currently writing and recording and our, our album should be out was going to be out this year, but of course that got pushed yeah. uh, to, 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 uh, to next year. And then once that gets out, are you guys going to start hitting the scene or just kind of going out and playing or you doing any traveling? Yeah. With it? Yeah. We, we had, we were already, uh, we already had bookings. We had a tour that w- was set up uh, in the UK nice. that, yeah, it was supposed to start in, in May, and of course that got uh, completely uh, postponed at this time. So as soon as the album is released, and hopefully we could get uh, you know the entire world of music back on course, and we could get back out there, and we're looking forward to uh, the Michael Bruce Group, looking forward to uh, playing the UK and Europe and uh, ever we can, everywhere we can to, to get out there and do it again. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of projections. Everyone's kind of shooting for next summer, next April or May-ish is what I'm kind of hearing. I was just talking from Ben from Nothing More the other day about it. And then they're just on hold until then. And then once they get the green light, everyone's going to start, you know, going for it. Right. Yeah, we have, uh, we already had dates booked and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get those dates back. So really looking forward to that. Uh, playing over in Europe is, is supposed to be uh you know, the, the rock scene there is, uh, it's huge mm-hmm. and lots of festivals to play. Uh, you know, our local guys here, Blossom, Justin, they, they, uh, they go do festivals over there all the time and they do great, you know, playing the pack, pack crowds. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're, we're hoping to do. We're going to be playing classic Alice Cooper songs that Michael wrote mm-hmm. along with all the, all the new tunes. So oh, looking a, forward to it. That's amazing. I'll definitely come see you guys here when you guys go out. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. We, we we'd like to start, you know, have a show, show or two locally, you know, to uh, to, to get the the show polished and before we hit the road. And uh, are you still currently playing live at all here in Phoenix? Then current climate? 
Uh, with JC and the Rockers, uh, we played, I'd say, three gigs. And we all, the three, there's, it's, a, it's a three man band. Mm. We, we all said, hey, you know, it's, it's too risky right now. So we hung it up for right now because, uh, unfortunately, uh, one of our uh, Phoenix area drummers passed away. Really? And, uh, yeah, uh, Maurice Degley. And Maurice uh, got the virus uh, supposedly at a gig that he played. Oh, and, yeah, no, it's not. And uh, we, we just, after that, we said, hey, it's too risky. We're, we're calling it quits for right now. So Yeah, yeah that's totally understandable. Yeah, I mean, that, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that at the same time, but. Yeah, it's, yeah, you kind of have to put your anxious, you know, everyone has to kind of just, you know, sharpen their blade right now and kind of practice and get their chops in order. Mm. And I think the music scene's going to hit harder when it comes back, being honest with you. The music scene's going to hit harder because there's a lot of musicians that, you know, a lot of bands are still rehearsing mm-hmm. uh, and they're still writing music. And, it, you know, with all this downtime, like you said, it's a great time to practice and get your chops together and, and uh, learn new stuff and yeah everybody's going to come back stronger stronger and better than ever yeah the only thing i'm worried about is some of these venues taking a hit revenue style you know i mean revenue um you know you know not being in business stuff so i hope everyone can kind of pull through it you know we'll, we'll still have all the same open doors going back into it right and if, if there's any local businesses uh support them if you can mm-hmm. uh especially you know bars that are also restaurants if they, if they have carry out uh, please go and, and, and support them and, and still, you know, uh, go yeah. there and get, get your food. <laughs> yeah. Well, any uh, particular uh, venues you want to give a shout out to to support bars? Yeah. Well, bars that, uh, that, uh, JC and the rockers, we play, uh, a place called the, the handlebar grill bar and grill out in, Apache Junction is one of our favorite places to play. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that, that was really our regular spot. We played there uh, two, three times a month. So that was that was our regular gig. And uh, also, uh, getting back to Phoenix area drummers, putting on hold, this year was supposed to be our best year. Uh, we, had, we had so many amazing clinics uh, lined up. Really? Um, yeah, we had Steve Gadd lined up. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Steve was doing a clinic over at, uh, Alice Cooper's solid rock. Mm. So that, that was put on hold. Uh, Nate Morton, amazing drummer from the voice. Yeah. He's a, Uh, he's a big pearl on Dorsey too, right? He's still playing pearl. He is. He is. He's a a great drummer. Yeah. He's all pearl. Uh, he's got some amazing pearl kits. Uh, we had him coming in and that's put on hold. Uh, we had the, uh, Mike Mangini, Really, uh, two master classes were just about sold out. Huh. Uh, put on put on hold. So we had those three uh, lined up uh, within you know a couple weeks of each other, and uh, they all got put on hold. It's, it's yeah, it's a big disappointment, but you know what? It, it'll come back. Yeah, those guys Definitely. are just anxious to do it too, as well. You know, I mean, they're going to want to do it just as we want to see it. So. I think it would, right. it would come full circle on that one. Yeah, Mike Mangini, uh, he had some time, you know, between uh, between tours with Dream Theater. So uh, hopefully he'll still have some time and uh, we could get him here. And Steve Gadd, you know, Steve Gadd lives here mm-hmm. uh, in Phoenix. Uh, 
and he's uh, he's still amazing. He's seventy five years old, and he is you know better than ever. Yeah, I heard he kind of he just jumps around and sits in once in a while back when things were normal. I, I forgot where he does it, but I've heard he kind of he tends to show up here and there. Yeah, I haven't been there when he showed up, but I would love to be there when he does. Can't definitely. You, can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. It's like, oh my god, that's Steve Gash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, is, is there any drummers you see up and coming uh, on mainstream levels that you're kind of like watching on YouTube or any uh, you know drum videos that you would recommend to anybody? Wow, I mean, just the the, the top guys that I mentioned, Glenn Sobel. If you want to just be blown away. Mm-hmm. And uh, Glenn is a lot of people, you know, they, they, the drummers are familiar with Glenn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, music fans aren't necessarily, uh, you know, he's not a, uh, a name out there that average music fan would know. But he plays also, he plays with Alice Cooper and the Hollywood Vampires. Yeah. And Glenn plays everything. So if there's videos out there, you could watch a Glenn and he does uh, good educational videos. Again, same with Todd Zuckerman, uh, who is Styx's drummer. Uh, drummers know who he is. Music fans don't necessarily know who he is. But he is uh, like the educational guru. If there, he has all kinds of educational material out there, and I would subscribe to that because uh, Todd is absolutely, absolutely amazing. And, you know, with YouTube out there, you know, when I was a kid, we didn't have YouTube. You know, every drummer... Uh, anything that you want at your fingertips to mm-hmm. learn at any time. Yeah. So yeah, just just uh, just become an internet, uh, just become an internet fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when I had to uh, get a CD and sit there and listen to it over and over, to make sure I got the high out patterns right. But now you can literally, there's drum covers of every song, and you can break it down. It's, it's definitely a, a tool in the the belt, you know. <clears throat> yeah, somebody somebody's there to break down every part of every song that's ever been written, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, when I was a kid, you had, you had to go out and buy an album. Yeah, that's, you know, back in the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and as far as uh, we, we could find you on Facebook, um, I, I've heard multiple things from people around the country saying this one of the bigger communities they've seen, you know, as far as drummers in the city. And they don't have anything quite like it in L.A. or Texas, what I've been told. But, yeah, it's kind of a cool thing to be a part of. And I'll, I'll put the link on there and we'll try to get some more members signed up. And Oh, I was going to ask you, do you give lessons yourself? Uh, I used to give lessons. I don't any longer. Uh, there, there's some great teachers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some fantastic teachers. Uh, Desert Ridge Music Academy uh, is a great place. Uh, Bobby Dumming, uh, who uh, has another music academy here in town. He's a great teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another great teacher uh, who's a great player. A.D. Adams is a great oh, yeah. uh, teacher. Um, there's so many great teachers out there. And he's a, he's in a big band too. I forgot what it's called. Uh, he's a big band drummer too. A.D. Adams. Yeah. A.D. plays with a band called, uh, with Luke Prima Jr. That's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. And I know that, uh, he's on hold as well right now. So yeah, so all these, all, a lot of these guys, they're doing, uh, not just, you know, lessons, but they're, they're doing, uh, lessons, you know, internet lessons. They could still you know, stay, stay active and learn. All right. Um, so yeah, it's great to have you on the show. Where can they find you on social media and all that good stuff? Yeah, you can find me on, uh, Matt Indies drums mm-hmm. is my drummer page. Uh, of course, just, uh, Matt Indies. 
M-A-T-T-I-N-D-E-S on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, Phoenix Area Drummers Group is our group. We also have Phoenix Area Guitar Players. Yeah, I saw that and, one, too. Uh, gu- yep, guitars and uh, Phoenix Area Bass Players. So if you want to be hooked up and get in the community, get on those pages and, uh, you know, reach out and start, uh, you know, talking with other other players and and uh, keep keep the conversation going. Yeah, and that's another reason why I wanted to start the show because I just saw a lot of talent here and I, I saw a great opportunity to sit down and talk like with people like yourself, interview and kind of like, you know, network and learn and kind of getting some better opportunities. So, yeah, so anyone that's interested in being on the show, the Harry Man Show, let me know, message me. Um, I, I'm obviously, I've been sharing on the Phoenix Area Drummer page. So, yeah, please check it out. Um, once again, man, I really appreciate you being here. And you just recently started a real estate business too, right? Well, uh, I'm, I'm starting my own real estate business, but I have been a real estate broker for 23 years. Nice. And can I reach you out in the same avenue for that stuff? Uh, yep. You can go to my Facebook, Matt Indies Real Estate Broker. Nice. And uh, if you're looking to buy or sell, I'm your guy. Nice, nice. Yeah, I just want to give you a plug there on that stuff too. Um, yeah, thank I just, you. I just want to, I appreciate you being here, and um, yeah, well, maybe we'll do it again, and we'll we'll get a couple more guys. We'll do more of a group uh, podcast here, but yeah, I really appreciate, it, man. Thank you, Matt. Hey, Dustin, thanks for having me. I really appreciate that, and it was great talking with you. All right, and you guys all have a good day, and check out the episode. Thank you. Hey, one thing I wanted to mention: we actually have a great drum builder here in the valley. His name is Steve Morrison. He's actually a huge drum tech in the industry. He runs a, a company called DTS Drums. Uh, Matt, you can you can also sponsor him as well. He's, he seems like a great guy and a good product. Yeah, DTS. Uh, Steve Morrison, Steve-O makes some of the most phenomenal uh, snare drums on the planet. Uh, I'm a DTS artist. Nice. And uh, I do all my recording with, with, with his snares. And shout out to Steve and DTS Drums. Steve yeah. does a great job. He's one of the best. Yeah, check him out on Facebook. I'm sure he has some links. I'll try to find, share there too. But uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Steve.